You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the World's Team on Blockies. Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray, and I am joined, as always, by Paul Stewart. Hey, Paul, how's it going? Um, pretty hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was at my neighbor's wedding last night. It was fantastic. Then got home <laughs> till four o'clock in the morning, and also to add to my pain and suffering of the hangover, my car is absolutely done in so the star motor is completely gone so i need to get a new part for it so today's been a train wreck of a saturday for me right now so but i mean but I'm, you're awake so like i you know i'm, I'm actually i'm awake <laughs> I, i'm actually on i'm on tune today um all things considering i'm feeling pretty good I, I he guess. sent me proof of life because I was like, if you fall asleep, <laughs> I have like the smallest margin of time to like record with you today because I am, I'm taking the train from Dallas to Fort Worth today to go to the West Virginia TCU game. Oh, I've not taken the train awesome. since I went from Arlington to Dallas for the um, Mavs championship parade in 2011. So <laughs> it's wow. been a long time. We don't I, use the train. We don't. Say, I was going to say that because I never really hear much Americans saying, "Yeah, let's take the train today" or something like. That. Like I, this is just me because everyone yeah. tends to drive. Everyone tends to drive anyway. So, um, but yeah, I don't that's... Know what the like. Okay, so honestly, it it could be utilized more because like it does go from like Victory Park, where the American Airlines Center is, to like down by close to Sundance Square in Fort Worth. So like it's downtown right. to downtown. It takes a while, but like, you know, it's doable. However, like for us, I was like, I don't know how much sense that makes because we're not hanging out in downtown. We're going over to the campus area. So we're still going to have to Uber, but I guess it's honestly, today's a cluster. Um, if anyone knows what weekend it is, it is A&M Arkansas and they play at AT&T Stadium um, for that. So we are going to miss that traffic at least. So honestly, that'll be good. <laughs> good day for college football today. That's for sure. It's a big college football day. There's some good games. you got LSU's playing Ole Miss. Um, Kansas is playing Texas. Got some good stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely be tuning in to that later on for sure. But uh, but we're always here to always talk about our Dallas Cowboys as per usual. So, yes, yes, we're we're up against the New England Patriots this week. The New England Ezekiel Elliott's. I cannot <laughs> still get used to that. It, it just doesn't. Hey, feel it right. wasn't his choice. Okay. Nah. 
Um, but I was I was loving um, Dawn, who's is Zeke's mom, um, was posting that someone made a shirt that was like, um, I, I seen that. I love actually. the Cowboys, but I still love Zeke. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, same. Yeah, I, I still, still love, love Zeke man. regardless. Like, I, here's the question he gave us though. A lot. Oh yeah, it gave us it gave us a hell of a lot. That definitely like it, it won't go unprecedented. Like he will be like known for like for what he's given to the Dallas Cowboys offensively, the rushing yards, the touchdowns, the moments, the the salvation the army. Jumping bit. in the kettle. <laughs> exactly. So but well, just the I, overall, like honestly, the overall makeup of the team has a lot to do with Zeke too. Like the way the locker room is the way the guys treat each other Zeke has a big handprint on that so yeah you know a lot to thank Zeke for um I'm interested to see what they do to welcome him into the stadium um I had Saad Yusuf on um Girls Talking Boys on Friday and he was like thinking there would be some sort of Salvation Army donation um presentation with Zeke that that would kind of make sense yeah like, because yeah. Zeke's actually really helped elevate the Salvation Army because that one thing mm-hmm. he did, like, don't get me wrong, like, <laughs> Dallas and the Salvation Army have been together for so many right. years now. But with that that one viral moment, it really helped elevate more more people, like, knowing more about the Salvation Army. So he, he, even though he got fined for what he did, but he raised so much more awareness from it just from going Yeah, into and the- then he continued to. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, I think that's probably a good guess as to what it would be. I don't think it'll be too elaborate or anything like that. But um, either way, I will be there. So I will make sure to yell super loud for him, um, you know, in that moment and then yell against him. Not in a mean way, but. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely. Here's not like one thing more about Zeke Elliott. Do you think once he do finally retires and stuff like that, do you think he'll sign a one day contract with Dallas? Do you think? I think he will. I think it depends on like how the remainder of his career goes. I wouldn't, it would not surprise me in the slightest. Um, Like, but if he like has some significant run and he like, maybe he gets like picked up, but even then like D where came back and did that. So I don't know. Uh, Yeah. I was just, I was just about to say DeMarcus Ware as well, because he played what three seasons for Denver Broncos, he did win a Super Bowl, but he just went came back saying that one day contract retired as a cowboy. So, yeah. And, and while uh, it was a di- business move, and I know he was not happy about it, and I don't think a lot yeah. there was a lot of people that were like, there's mixed emotions across the fan base about it. I think, regardless of whether you wanted him to get signed for all that money or not, um, you can't deny that he was like a big part of this team. So, yeah, yeah I could, I could see that. Definitely. But, I would yeah. support it too. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So we do have their injury report available to us. Uh, so for Dallas and for New England, and it turns out so as of right now, Christian Barmore is questionable still. Sean Wade, the cornerback's questionable. Cole Strange, the first pick from two years ago, the guy I was so one of the, I was one of the offensive yep. linemen. I was so highly on. Did a lot of scouting for him a couple of years back. We did try to get him to come on at the Worlds team at one point, but he was just unavailable because his stock was rising so quickly. I didn't expect it to be that quick going into the first round, but he's also questionable. Um, Jonathan Jones, cornerback, he's questionable. And Davon Godshow, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Um, 
But for Dallas, we've got Peyton Hendershot, questionable. Tyler Bayard is questionable. Zach Martin, questionable. But Tyron Smith, though, is out. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I, for whatever reason, I think maybe the um, – since he was such a late scratch the last game, I thought maybe he was a little further along than he was, but yeah, you could tell um, in practices that he, you know, wasn't, wasn't there. So obviously by not being there, but also just he was at the rehab station. He was just not participating like you would hope um, leading up to a game day. Uh, Yeah. Is it it a concern now? Like yeah. we now know that we we knew going into this season with the new with the new contract structure with Tyron uh, signed, basically he gets paid when he plays pretty much. But is it more of a concern now that we, we, let, let me rephrase it? We knew he was going to miss game time, but it's these right. crucial. Are we now just going to save Tyron for the big games pretty much now? Like we've got San Francisco next week. I mean. Oh, that's it's just really hard to say that like I I think they're definitely I don't think they're not playing him this week to play him next week I think there legitimately is a reason why they're not doing it I don't I don't think it has to do with holding him out or anything because you'd still want to you know get him some reps and stuff like that but and and people will be like oh well it's better to miss it at the beginning of the year than at the end you don't know that just because he misses the beginning doesn't mean he's not going to miss the end too. Like there's just, there's a lot of gambling going on here with Tyron. And like, that's kind of why you and I and among others were like sounding the alarm around draft time. Like you are, you are not prepared. Yep. Well, I definitely think for next year, I know it sounds crazy to say this. We're already like start of this season and we're already talking about what we're doing next year. Cause let's be honest. Like we we need to look to see about potential replacements for Tyron. Like, do we? Well, you're saying Ty- like right now, honestly, when it was the draft last year or like this last draft, you and I both said as soon as it was over, we're like, well, next year we're gonna have to do it. <laughs> yes, it's like the writing's on the wall here. Like this was this is not a surprise. You didn't do anything to really shore it up. I mean, you you could be in a lot worse of a spot. You have you. It's just like you're elevating guys. You and it lost you a linebacker in depth by like having to bring up all these um, yeah. O linemen. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Bringing Billy Price to this practice squad will be good because he's had the experience. He's played with Cincinnati and stuff like that. He's quite versatile. But whether he'll get elevated to the fifty-three man, probably at some point. Because uh, Mike Poland was actually talking about. He thinks that um, um, God, who was our center? Just there. Uh, God. What? Who was our center uh, playing? Hoffman? Brock Hoffman. Yeah. His name completely. That's the high <laughs> no, note. That's the, like, that's well, the high like, note. Re- kicking. Usually it's Tyler. Who are we talking yeah, about? Yeah. Yeah. No, honestly, that's the high note. <laughs> yeah. Just kick. That's the high note. kicking in there. Like, there's but, a yeah. lot of names to keep track of right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. So Brock Hoffman, I thought he did a stellar job, but might yeah. think, might thinks because now we've got a more experienced guy in the realms in that practice squad, they might actually cut Hoffman and put Price in. Like, I was just like, yeah, I don't I know. Depend on how he practices. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, wait, we're getting. Is Tyler playing this week? You, you gave yeah, us. He's, the... he's, he's, he's questionable. He's questionable. Yeah, but Let's see like, about that. Um, it's. I hate this. 
I know it, it, it's it's we've not even actually started talking about the actual matchups in the game yet. We're still talking about regards to the injuries. That's just I can't like, even get past like how how easily is it going to be? How easy is it going to be for Dak to get sacked? How oh god, are we going? Are we going? Are we going? Is that, game? Is that where <laughs> we're going now? <laughs> oh my god. Well, I mean, you have to think about that when you're talking about the O line and just it being so like. I mean, look, they did a they did a pretty good job last week. It's just it just feels disjointed and weird. And like you're just you're you have Dak and you're trying to protect him and you're trying to establish like a run game of some sort. And you're going to have a lot harder of a time doing that when you don't have your best five on the field. Yeah. Period. I, I, I mean, in fairness, though, to like so T.J. Bass and Brock Hoffman, I thought they actually did a really good job right. last week. Like and. I think it's just because we are so used to of the depth with the offensive line in previous years, they weren't up to par. I'm not as concerned as some other Cowboys fans may be. I think the guys we do have in, uh, like, do we have enough for the rotation? That's the question. We don't have enough numbers for the O-line because you can never have too many. Like, because we've got a Seam Richards, TJ Bass, and Brock Hoffman pretty much as your backups, really. Because uh, obviously, what's, well, let's go. He's on IR. Josh Ball's on the IR. And that's pretty much it. So there is that level of concern I uh, in terms of the numbers. If one goes down, we're only limited to like two other players, really. Oh, and Trumor Adoga. Sorry, I do apologize. We do have him yeah. as well. And he's been pretty decent as well. Maybe not on the tackle position, but as a guard, he actually looked pretty good. So yeah, it sounds like they're like looking at Richards for um, yeah, and I think that that's definitely the best move going forward. I think till Tyron comes back. So, but it, like yeah. it's also concerning that Mike had to be like, by the way, we are practicing everybody at every position right now. So it's like, oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> That that there just gave me a chill in my back there. My yeah, God, it's not, it's not um not the best. Not my favorite. <laughs> Mike McCarthy, what are you doing to me? I've already lost my hair. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, he, he's like, you can't lose any more, really. So you're good. Oh God, there oh, we go. There we go. No, I'm screwed. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, um, just looking at the the statistics as well. So, Mike Jones is currently 748 yards passing yards, five touchdowns and two interceptions. Dad Prescott, 647 yards with three touchdowns and one interception. You've got Stevenson, the running back uh, for New England, 46 carries for 134 yards with one touchdown. Tony Pollard, 62 carries for 264 and two touchdowns. You've got the wide receiver Bourne, 14 receptions, 139 yards with two touchdowns. And we've got Mr. C.D. Lamb, 273 yards, but... No touchdowns. As this is a concern with our wide receivers, that's the question. Yes, yes, it is, Paul. <laughs> it's a big concern to me. Um, I just, I think it does have a lot to do with just the um red zone play calling. I find it to be pretty predictable yeah. and a little too safe. Um, now I don't need to get cute like Kellen used to. Um, but there's definitely a way that you can optimize the red zone offense and he's not really doing much to do that. It's just the same stuff. Like I can, I could figure it out and I like, I'm not a defensive mastermind over here. We're going against like Bill Belichick. 
So yeah. like <laughs> you like, really going to have to get creative this week. Yeah. I've, I've, and, the, and the hard part as well, like no, I find the criticism towards that was a wee bit unfair after re-watching the game footage and stuff like that, especially from the uh, the north-south type of camera view rather than TV view, you actually saw a lot more was actually going on. None of our none of our receivers and tight ends in red zone were creating enough separation, really, and and it left that with no option to really force the ball right. into these areas or get rid of it or have to uh, scramble, essentially. So we need... Everyone in the skill positions from Hendershaw to Shoemaker to Lamb to Gallup to Cooks to really ensure in that smaller window space in the red zone is to really create that significant uh, separation from the defense. So that's... Well, I need, that's you to, I, need, I need to look even further down. Like you need to be looking at Hunter. You need to be looking at Deuce. You need to be looking at gadget guys like that because you're, you're not... Fa- like if that defense was able to step up and figure you out, like, and they're not, they're not bad, obviously, but like they were able to scheme that. So, and you're going against a arguably better defense this week, um, especially when it comes to like uh, Gonzalez is like a crazy, like quarterback, not quarterback, cornerback. (laughs) (laughs) So um, just, you're going to have to get more creative, like just straight up. And if you're going to have to incorporate those like, like dink and dunk things, like we don't need to get super cute. You can do like, you can do stuff to make, make, make them double think or like, I don't know, make them miss, figure it out. I'm not, I'm not scheming this offense. Mike, you figure it out, (laughs) but you have a lot more weapons than you're utilizing is all I'm saying. I mean, when you compare it to the game last week, because by means when we did the pre-game show last week, we were feeling very confident about this game. The fact that it's true. we were, yeah, they we wanted were, to take us down a peg. They're like, "Listen, the confidence, we appreciate it, but no." <laughs> yeah, that it, last week was definitely a humble, but I think it's going to be more humbling towards the players and the the coaching staff, and they need if to that's win what this they game. Needed. They need that. They needed that to. R- it's, it's I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a tough watch to watch last week. I, I, it was I was, the fact that like you couldn't even get helped out by your defense was just, ugh. yeah. But our, our run defense was pretty much obliterated within the first quarter. Pretty much, Joshua yeah. Dobbs actually ran a mock on us, he, he actually looked like bloody Lamar Jackson out there sometimes. You're like, oh god, so but. Hey ho, but they deserve they deserve the win. We deserved the loss because we did play absolutely rubbish. We had multiple uh, chances to fix that, and we multiple did. chances to win this game. And yeah. the the thing that annoyed me the most was the clock management. That was my most annoying. It's always the problem. We had what seven minutes left, and we managed to chew down four minutes of that by keep running the ball when we were in on the back foot, having to try and win the game. Why are we burning down the clock? Get points on the board. So yeah, but. But hopefully well, and is... penalties was not fun. Yeah, yeah. It's on both at... yeah, on both sides of the ball, to be fair. Like yeah. the, the, I think the, the referees there was six yeah. on the O line. Terrence Steele. Oh, they were bro. fixated on him big time. Well, then be better. <laughs> hmm. Definite. Definite. Uh, it's the referee, like that offside on like don't get me wrong, it didn't change you're the talking outcome. about the Wanya Thomas one. Yeah, 
he was mad about that. That was terrible. And he should be, but like that was the uh, that was a terrible call. Like weird. Like here's the thing though, right? And I'm not trying to nitpick my or cherry pick this, but right. la- last year Lane Johnson jumped clearly offside against San Francisco. Right? There's a slow motion video footage of it. You're talking about a couple of tenths of a second before the ball's even snapped, he's actually kick-stepping back, and yet that was never flagged. But yet there's some referees that will throw it when everyone's actually onside. I, the referees in general, I would say all across the league, have a lot to answer for. They probably just, it, it's getting ridiculous now. Yeah, I mean, it's there's really no way to... I, Yes, there's more oversight, like if you do more reviews and stuff like that, but that just takes so long. Yeah. You do yeah. have to rely on that, and that's human error. Like they're fallible people. So there's I don't really know what the answer for that would be, but it's not fun when it affects you. Oh, definitely. <laughs> now if yeah. it goes the other way, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Yes. So so what are you most excited for about this game this week? Excited. Um <laughs> I know I, it's a it's a hard word to use right now, especially coming off from last week. Yeah. Now John Machado has made the point this week, you know, when we've had embarrassing games, we've usually come back and had a strong yeah. showing. So, you know, you would like to rest on that but it's kind of like i said last week when i was really confident i was like Mm. i'm gonna pick them until they give me a reason not to well you gave me a reason not to or at least be concerned (laughs) so it's it's i think we're all like we all felt really good and then you know we got knocked down a peg so now we're back in that like the we're like the the, we're hurt puppies like you bopped our nose and now i'm like i can't be excited right now like (laughs) You're gonna bop my nose again. Yeah, it, it feels like playing that song Chumpa Wamba. I'd get knocked down, but I'd get up again. <laughs> it, it kind of feels like uh, right now. It's like this is what Dallas is doing. They need to get back up and basically just put a statement out to say it was a one-off. So yeah, because we do have. I mean, the they have a lot to answer for this week. So oh, absolutely, and the Patriots are not like regardless if it's Matt Jones as your quarterback or whoever, you can never sleep on the Patriots under Bill Belichick. Not a chance. Because uh, if there's one thing that Belichick does well, it's execution. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of you know ways that you can for for the Cowboys defense, I should say, to really uh, make a stand with against the Patriots offense. You know, if you make Mac uncomfortable, he's not super accurate as it is. Um, he is. He will get the ball out fast, but that doesn't mean it's going to go where it's supposed to go. Yeah. So you have that on your side, but you can't like, he's not bad. He's not, no offense to Zach Wilson, but he's not Zach Wilson. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Like no offense, but all the offense apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The question is, is Mike Jones a threat? Absolutely. I would say like the majority yeah. of like like even Zach Wilson was a threat in some way. Like as much as we like to bash him a little bit, but well Josh Dobbs apparently was a threat to you last week. So there you go. There what's you up? Go. Defense. Yeah. You're supposed to be what talking about how you're gonna be a historical defense. Show me. You didn't show yeah. me last week. 
Yep. Show us, guys. Show me. Show me what you're made of. in the mouth, and you couldn't get up. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there was there was plenty of stuff to like look at and be like, okay, that that went well, and then they would turn around and do something dumb. So it was just a. Yeah. It was so wacky, and like my sister and I uh, went to this establishment that we decided, like we said last year, that we would never go to again to watch a game. Um, and we went because Jeff was like, ah, no, superstitions aren't real. And then, so we left that game and we were like, Jeff, you're so wrong. So it's, it's Jeff's, our fault. Yep. Jeff's fault. Yep. Uh, Mr. Kavanaugh. And we're going to have to have a word about that. I'm not going to that I, bar. <laughs> we had so many words about that. So <laughs> he's heard plenty about it, but, uh, he was like, well, maybe it is your fault. And we're like, no, now it's your fault. <laughs> Oh Jeff. We said no. I miss Jeff. I miss him. I'll well, get to see get to see him in November though, hopefully. That is hopefully true. Yep, you never but, know what the yep, so, 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 always jet setting this one. Uh I seven weeks to go, pretty much. Seven weeks till we're all over. Yeah. It's almost grand time. Barbecue all right. Well, what are you what are you looking forward to from the Cowboys on Sunday? Since I go- clearly and I'm I'm waffling. Too You're much. Waffling? Oh, okay. I'm I, like, I'll... oh, I'm excited about this, but I'm also scared about this. So okay, right. So, uh, so one I'm scared of, and one for like a positive and a negative, right? Okay. <laughs> the positive I'm looking forward to is seeing more Hunter Luke in this game. Okay. That's, yes. I like. There's a reason why we kept him in the roster. People saying, "Why did we put him in?" He, he's a versatile weapon. I think under how the more he develops under this West Coast system. He's trying to be utilized in so many ways. So I'm really excited to see Hunter Luke actually get more touches in the ball or even receptions. So um the thing I'm most scared of right now is our secondary corner right now. That's what I'm scared of. Regardless who New England are, but we did see there was a big level of difference when Trevon Diggs is not available. So that is still my concern right now. Also how can we bounce back from stopping the run? Like, luckily for us right now, but then saying that, I do not want to jinx this right now, is that fact that Stevenson is not playing the way he should be playing right now, and that's why Zeke is now getting more reps at the moment, apparently. So, and let me just double check that, actually, uh, while I bring that up. Um, Where's your stats? statistics so as of right now um where is this equal this name's not even showing up that's weird Uh, i don't know i can't seem to find it right now anyway screw that (laughs) i'll get it somewhere like whatever (laughs) yeah whatever we'll just we'll just have to see yeah we just have to see but but also in terms of the game, what do you think the score prediction is going to be, oh, my dear? God. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, like I, with this overwhelming sense of dread that I now have after a loss, um, my like I'm just like, oh, it's gonna be like a like sixteen to ten or something like that, something gross. But yeah, like. But, you know, if we're going to go, if we want to do a little John Machota optimism, it could be like 30 to 14. It could be. 
I'm kind of more like I'm in the same wavelength as you, but I've also went mm -hmm. more on the point side. So I've actually went Cowboys 24, Patriots 21. Mr. Brandon Ooh, Aubrey. Okay. Mr. Brandon Aubrey is going to win it for us. I just, I just feel like it's going to be a defense heavy game. In fact, that's like going to be yucky. In fact, that's an other super positive right now. Mr. Brandon Aubrey, take a bow, sir. Like, that's right. Like, honestly, we should get a t shirt saying, and Aubrey, we trust. Like, well, and it's, well once we but, start doing that, then he's going to get the yips again. Like, we got to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> we can't scare that, him. <laughs> yeah. Don't scare our kickers, actually. Yeah, that's quite a good point. Because I was yeah. ready to start chatting, like, and Aubrey, we trust, and Aubrey, we trust. I mean, you sure can, but it just yeah. always gets me like I think it's we we haven't known peace really at the kicker position since um Dan Bailey's heyday. Yeah. You know, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Reliable. When that started yeah. to decline, I don't think we've known peace at the kicking position since then. Hopefully this might be the answer, hopefully. So we just need to who knows? I mean, it's not the question right now, to be fair. No, it's not. So. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Everything's a positive right now with Brandon yeah. Aubrey. Like, like, don't get me wrong. He missed the first uh, PAT of his career. Then since then, he's been 100% since then. And every kick looks as though it's been split in the middle of the goalpost. So I'm all for it. I'm all he's for it. He's not throwing away his shot. No. That's for sure. And the, I think the most impressive about Brandon Aubrey, I think right now, is his ability to actually take the pressure like being on America's team, being under primetime football and stuff like that as well. And yeah, it doesn't let it phase him. So I got to imagine that he like, do we, I don't even know. I haven't looked, which is odd, very odd for me to say, because usually that's the first thing I do. I'm like, it's on social media because it feels like he's somebody that just like question, stays actually. on a secluded ranch during the week to avoid all the craziness. And then he just goes into the, the building on Sundays, and then he uh, goes lights uh, out. Uh, yes, he does. He oh. has it's um his Instagram is Bob's ten B A U B S ten. Interesting. Yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's uh he's really lo looks. Uh, he's been he's been posting quite a lot actually since he's came to Dallas. So well, shoot. Uh, yeah. That just that ruins my um imagery of like the secluded ranch life that I imagined that he had. But you know what? Good for him. Yeah. So definitely. good, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy uh, it while you can. Hopefully it lasts a while. Okay, so uh now we've got our score prediction sent. What is the this week's special prediction, Meg? My cheeky prediction of the week. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. I I don't want to be mean, so I'm gonna say, and I'm not gonna keep doing the Deuce Vaughn thing. I won't keep beating that drum until they give me a reason to. Or so, the Turpin, or the Turpin touchdown. You he had a good run there though. The other was it last week or the Six, week sixty-five yards. Yep. Yeah. Oof. Um. Let's see. We'll say um, Brandon Cooks sees Ooh. the end zone. Also, we're we're going to finally have our wide receiver stone in the end zone this week. All right. Yeah, I see them being all over CD Lamb, and that's going to be a tough one for him to get the ball, especially in the red zone. But maybe Brandon Cooks will use his little speed and get out there. 
So you've went for offense. I think I'll go in the defensive side for this week. I was going to go defense, and I was going to oh, say Oh, you were? Ah, well, mine's just going to be a bold one. I'm going to say Mazzy Smith actually gets his first sack. God, that's... please, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> that, that's, my, that's, my, that's my bold prediction. Like my, cra- <sighs> my, my crazy dream of foreseeing on let like well compared to last week i foresaw nothing but this week hopefully (laughs) who foresaw that not me um (laughs) yeah i think i would love to see a mozzie smith turn around because he's been a bit of a disappointment shall we say so far um and obviously the guys are very positive about like you know he'll get there but it's I a, would like, it's to, see, a, it's a learning I would like process. to see a little bit of proof that he'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Like, just a lot of the Cowboys nation right now is like, why did we draft another Michigan defensive player after what we did last time? We tackled Charlton right. and never materialized. And people are now associating everything. Well, and we, wanted, we, we wanted that big boy. And yeah, we got one. We got one. And he is but good. Like, it's just yeah. he needs to get used to the system that we're playing now under Dan Quinn, which is very dynamic to say the least, and way how Mazzy Smith was utilized back in college, he was basically used for one thing, but now Mazzy needs to learn how to really use his hands more to really hit into the B gaps or A gaps and stuff like that, and try and get to the quarterback as well, rather than stopping the run. So it, it's a more learned curve for him, because he was primarily used to stop the run. But the weird thing is, in those past couple of games, he hasn't really been featured when to stop the run, which is, I think it's a bit, again, mismanagement in a little bit, because you only had very little... Or is it because they don't trust him? Yeah, possibly, possibly. But again, it's a learning process. I think he will get there eventually, but I'm still, I'm going to stick with my bold prediction. Mazzy Smith gets his first sack. All right. Well, (laughs) Well, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tomorrow at nine twenty-five PM in the UK, which is a three twenty-five kickoff Central Time. Yes, yes. Mm. So let's hope that I'm not hungover tomorrow. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, 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 I do not wish to uh, wish you to feel hungover because I am certainly feeling it right now, and it's horrible. It's certainly not the plan. So no. <laughs> we'll see what happens, um, but. Make sure that you check out all the up-to-date news at bloggingtheboys.com. Every single day, there is something for you to listen to about the Cowboys. It is on uh, Blogging the Boys, wherever you listen to podcasts, really. So rate, review, and subscribe. Tell Paul that um, we're happy that he didn't fall asleep on us today. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Paul, where can they follow you and uh, watch the game along with you? Yes, uh, guys, you can follow me at I am P Stu on Instagram and Twitter or four slash X, whatever you want to call it now. <laughs> and I am at Meg Murray with four R's on everything. And until next week, uh, go Cowboys. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs>